have your Bibles with you this morning. Turn with me to Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel's book can really be divided up into two parts. It's 12 chapters long. The first six chapters, although there are portions of it that are prophetic, it's largely dealing with history. It's largely dealing with uh, what, what historically took place in the life of Daniel, what historically took place in the life of Daniel's friends. So chapters 1 through 6 deal with history, and then chapters 7 through 12 deal with prophecy. What are the things that are to come? What are the things that's going to happen in the future? Well, chapter 7 gave us some incredible detail about the kingdoms, uh, the kingdoms Babylon, Medo-Persia, uh, Greece, and Rome. In fact, the detail is so incredible that some, some people who deny the authority of Scripture, some people say there's no way that Daniel wrote this when, the, when King Nebuchadnezzar was actually ruling in Babylon. They're going to argue, they're saying there's no way that he wrote this during the time, the time period of Nebuchadnezzar. There's no way that he wrote this during the time of Darius. There's no way that he wrote this uh, during the time of Cyrus. They're going to say it's impossible for him to have, have, uh, have known the specific details that he shares in the book of Daniel. And they're going to reject that. They're going to say, there's no way he could have known because he describes exactly the way that, that Persia comes into power. He describes exactly the way that Greece and Alexander the Great comes into power. In fact, he not only describes in great detail how Alexander the Great comes into power, he describes that how Alexander the Great is going to go out from power and what's going to happen to Greece after that. And he describes it with such incredible detail that there are some people that deny that there's any way possible that someone could have known centuries ahead of time that much detail. But those of us who believe the Bible beg to differ. Those of us who would say, no, we have a God who is not bound by time. We serve a God who knows all things before they even uh, happen. He knows those things extremely well. Chapter 8 focused in on the Medo-Persian and Greece kingdoms. Pastor Charlie pointed out that a major takeaway from this chapter is that God will help us understand his word. God himself, he's going to make sure if he gives revelation to us, he's going to make sure that we have the ability to understand it. So today we're going to look at Daniel chapter 9. Daniel is now about 83 years old. 83 years old. He has spent nearly his entire life in Babylon. He was 16 years old when he left Israel. 67 years have now passed. 67 years of living in Babylon. And the chapter begins with Daniel reading a letter from Jeremiah. And he's praying for the people of Israel. Wouldn't it be incredible if we could have what, what Daniel was reading? Wouldn't it be incredible if we had a copy of that, that short letter that Daniel was sitting and reading from Jeremiah? Well, turn with me. Jeremiah 29. I want you to listen to this. Jeremiah 29, verse 1. This is so cool. 
Jeremiah 29, verse 1 says this. Now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the remainder of the elders who were carried away captive, to the priests, to the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. Isn't that incredible? Jeremiah chapter 29 is actually going to record now the letter that was sent to all of these people, Daniel included. Daniel would have had a copy of this letter. And now we're reading in Daniel chapter 9. Here he is. I, I just kind of picture him sitting in his room. And he's got, these, he's got the Bible of the, of the Hebrew people out in front of him. He has Isaiah, undoubtedly. He has the, the prophet Jeremiah. He, he even has some of the books, maybe all of them, maybe the books of of Moses because he even references Genesis. But I want you to consider this. Here he is reading from Jeremiah and he's miles, miles from his homeland of Israel. To kind of put this into perspective, think about it this way. Think about the distance between Dallas, Texas and Charlotte. And imagine, because that's about the distance that we're talking about between Israel, Jerusalem, and going all the way over to, to Babylon. Can you imagine 16 years old, all right, here we are, we're going to start a caravan, and we're going to walk, imagine if I said, we're going to start walking from Charlotte to Dallas. That's what they're doing. In fact, they're going to do it again. Uh, they're going to, uh, Ezra, Nehemiah, they're, those guys, they're going to put together caravan, caravans together and they're going to walk that trek. Can you imagine making that type of walk journey? It actually took them about four months to do it. So here we have Daniel and he's reading Jeremiah 29, verse 5 through 7. Listen to this. This is, this is what Jeremiah is telling those who were taken captive. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat, eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may increase there and not diminish. And seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive. And pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. The, this letter is encouraging them and saying, listen, you're going to be there for 70 years. Build houses. Live your life. Make sure you have children. Make sure you dedicate those children to the Lord. Because there's going to come a day when God is going to do something and he's going to take those that you dedicated to the Lord, and they're going to do something incredible. I already mentioned a couple of their names. Ezra. Ezra is going to be born in Babylon. Nehemiah. He's going to be one of those that's born in Babylon. And God is going to use that generation. So Jeremiah is telling them up front, say, listen, you're going to be there for 70 years. While you're there, build houses, live in them, and don't let, allow your families to diminish. So God is already uh, planning on using them. Ezra, Nehemiah, Hadassah, 
She's going to be born in Persia, but you know her by the name of Esther. Jeremiah, then, Jeremiah 29, 11, one of the most quoted verses of Scripture. And it certainly has application to our lives, but this morning we want to make sure that we understand that passage in light of Daniel's life. Think about this. Daniel, 80-some years old, sitting in Babylon. Verse 10, for thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed in Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 25 shows us that Jeremiah had been warning the people of Israel for a long time. He kept telling them, listen, if you don't turn and change your ways, you're going to be taken captive and you're going to end up spending 70 years in captivity. And he told them that again and again and again. Jeremiah 25 verse 11, and this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. Jeremiah was warning them again and again and again to listen, turn to the Lord, start serving him, stop the, the sinfulness. So here we have Daniel, years later, an elderly man sitting, reading those very words, and he is reminded of God's promises.